0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Yes, before we get started, my voice has pretty much gone, so bear with me. It may be a bit of a rough review, but I'm going to try my best because the grind don't stop. Anyway, on Friday, I don't know why I'm saying this because this review ain't going to come out for another week or so, but opening day for this film, I went to see it. So the film today, Dungeons and Dragons, on Among Thieves. I, I wasn't really that excited for it, to be honest, because I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, okay, I'm not that much of a nerd, <laughs> but it's a hugely popular game, okay, a lot of people worldwide love and play. Dungeons and Dragons so when this movie got announced people were thinking okay it's going to be pretty good we need a new Hollywood blockbuster fantasy IP so Dungeons and Dragons I'm probably just going to keep saying D&D from now on but D&D felt like the perfect movie to kind of fill that void because aside from Lord of the Rings we haven't really had anything major that's, um, that's kind of been great in terms of fantasy, yeah, you've got The Hobbit and whatever, and I think recently, things like Shadow and Bone, the TV show on Netflix, that's really good, and I was a fan, like, I'm gonna admit, I was a fan of Warcraft when that came out a few years ago, again, never played the game, so maybe I'm just in the minority, because I didn't know what to expect, but d d it's, it's a weird movie, because it's marketed as an action-adventure fantasy comedy, it's all about a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers as they embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. So you don't know how much that is actually strictly true, because, yeah, sure, they go on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic, but that's pretty much it, it's just them going on a journey to, to kind of get one thing, to get the next, and then to go to this place, and then they've got to go back and save... Chris Pine's daughter, who's being kidnapped by a bad guy, so it's like, okay, but also there's a witch, through these weird red witchy people that cause mass hell on Earth, and they've got to stop them from doing that, but of course, you know, that's just shoehorned in at the last minute, when you've got, like, a genuinely good, or at least decent, dilemma between Chris Pine and... Hugh Grant, who plays the villain per se, but he's not Red Witch, but he just plays the guy that is in the role of the antagonist, but he's kind of likeable, he's charming, because he's Hugh Grant, okay? So, he's not necessarily a bad guy, because he's the the ruler, he's the ruler of the land. But he double-crossed the team at the start of the movie, so it's all about them regrouping a team that once was to pull off a heist or whatever. It's a heist movie, okay? At the end of the day, the parts that work best about this movie are the heist elements. Everything else just... I'm gonna be honest, it kind of fell flat, it kind of fell flat to me, so, the comedy didn't work, like, I know it's not exactly a comedy comedy, it's just trying to be a fun, entertaining adventure film, so it can't exactly be described as a flat-out comedy, but they try to, like, they try to make it a joke per minute, and I don't think any of it works, I think literally about 15%, maybe 20% of the jokes work in this movie, don't get me wrong, there is one scene, which is hysterical okay it's very Monty Python-esque I thought it was really really funny but my other issue is that clip got released before this movie came out okay so when they were doing the rounds on you know talk shows or whatever one of them took this clip to show and it was hilarious like watching it at home was absolutely thrilling i was like okay wow this film could actually be really funny and really good because not to mention it's directed by john francis daly and jonathan goldstein who did the vacation reboot back in 2015 i think and they also did game nights now if you haven't seen game nights stop listening to this go and watch that because game night is one of the funniest films Ever, I will take that to my grave. I love that movie so so much. So, while I wasn't expecting this to be anywhere near as funny, when I saw that clip released and when I heard about how funny people were finding it, when the review started coming out and the word of mouth started picking up steam, I was thinking, okay, maybe I should adjust my expectations. Maybe I should go into it expecting something that's going to make me laugh a lot. And it tries to, it really does try to. Like, there's a lot of jokes that are attempted, but just nothing works. Like, absolutely nothing works except for that one scene. Uh, Chris Pine, he's playing Chris Pine, so he's playing that charming, lovable rogue hero, and he is funny, okay, he does have some funny lines, sure, um, but then again, it kind of gets stale, because you've seen it once, okay, when he just completely contradicts something that somebody has said, and it's that sharpness, it's that cutting through what was kind of set up in order to generate a laugh, it worked the first couple of times, it really did, and then when it just keeps happening, you're just thinking, well I was just thinking, what the f***, why is it just doing this again and again, it's reducing this guy to really sh- tropes that don't need to be there so the characters overall I mean the actors the performances are not exactly groundbreaking they're not going to win any Oscars anytime soon that's for sure but Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Reggie Jean-Page, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis and Hugh Grant they're just a few of the names in this film Hugh Grant I feel like he's trying to give a very similar performance to that of his in Paddington 2 and it worked for that right it completely worked for Paddington 2 but it doesn't work here When it first started, I was thinking, okay, I kind of like where this is going, but then when he has some really bad lines to read, and the script doesn't do it any favors, but the performances, the the actors are trying to do their best, given with what they've got, but it just, it shouldn't be that way, okay, the script should be far better than it is, but I think the whole point of D&D, when you're playing the tabletop game, is it's all about making it up as you go along, and there is an element of that kind of feel to this movie. So they're just going from one scene to the next, hoping something sticks, just trying to see how far they can go without a real plan. But the difference is, with a game, like, when you're with your mates, you can do that. That's fine. You know, playing d the way it's meant to be played... Is amazing okay it, that's why it's so loved by many i've never played it and i have no intention to like that's the thing as well if i had played the game maybe i would have enjoyed this film more maybe it is definitely 100 catered for the audiences that have played the game and i love that i respect that so fine fair enough but if i hadn't played the game which i haven't would this movie make me want to play the game the answer is no okay whereas when you look at things like clue or even knives out to an extent does it make you want to play cluedo Or when you look at, you know, video game movies or adaptations, you know, The Last of Us. Do I want to play the game after watching the show if I haven't played it before? Absolutely, yes. But nothing that happens in this film makes me even the slightest bit intrigued in seeking out the game or learning the rules or anything like that. I couldn't give two sh** to be perfectly honest, Um, which is a shame, because I was kind of hoping maybe it would appeal more to me, because I do like a good fantasy movie, okay, we haven't had a decent one in a while, I think there's a lot of comparisons to things like Lord of the Rings in this, some of the shots look identical to something ripped out of Lord of the Rings, but it's not as good, because it's just filled with green screen, whereas with the Lord of the Rings movies, they either made miniatures, or they had some forced perspective shots, where it looked amazing, or they actually shot on a decent location for as much as they could, but with this movie, there are a few scenes that, shot in Iceland or wherever, but it just looked fake. Maybe that is the selling point, okay, maybe they are trying to make it look like make-believe, because that's all the game is, okay, it's all about like role-playing, and it's about imagining things, and envisioning how the characters go on each journey, so look, I'm trying to defend it, but I don't f- know why because i didn't like it okay didn't make me laugh didn't really engage me with the action i thought it tried to be funny within the action as well which just didn't work because you can go and watch right now in cinemas john wick chapter 4 and yes that is a movie that appeals to a complete different set of audiences but i feel like after that movie every other action film or everything with action in it is just completely ruined, because, you know, similar to Avatar, how that's ruined CGI for all these movies since, I think, the same for John Wick Chapter 4, because you can watch Keanu Reeves kick serious ass across multiple continents in that movie, or you can watch Dungeons & Dragons, which has Michelle Rodriguez playing Letty from Fast and Furious beat people up with a brick, while Chris Pine hilariously tries to take his uh, wrist restraints off, or whatever, rope tied around his wrist, I don't know anymore. So, eh, it's just a bit of sh- really, I'm not gonna lie, it's just a bit shit. but I don't know how it's getting such good reviews, because you've got a bunch of thieves that, you know, you're supposed to relate to and like, and there are some moments that do work, I think some of the dynamic is okay, but then there's a lot of times when characters are completely shut out, so when they go into one of the only dungeons in this movie like I'm not trying to pick it apart or whatever but I feel like there's only one dungeon and maybe like two dragons in this freaking movie so I don't know maybe it's called that because it's ironic because in the game when you're playing it you rarely stumble upon dungeons or dragons but I don't know it just it felt like there should be more you know there should be more of that exploration there should be more of that kind of involvement with dragons or with mystical creatures or whatever because yeah we get insight into Sophia Lillis's character who can shapeshift into like any animal I think and that scene, that scene when she kind of escapes from one of the towers, it's done in a one-shot, like, I say one-shot, but it, it's digitally stitched, so it's semi-one-shot, but I actually thought that was pretty good, I did like that shot a lot, so she's transforming from a fly, to a mouse, to a deer, to a eagle, to whatever, and it was fun, right, it was re- it was really fun, I liked that, but that's all she does, that's literally all she does in this goddamn movie, it, it's crazy, because that scene when they go into the dungeon, I don't think she says a single thing line of dialogue. It's hilarious because you've got Justice Smith putting on this really weird English accent for some reason. You've got Reggie jean Page playing himself, right? He's being typecast, much like Eddie Redmayne is for playing Stephen Hawking in everything. Reggie jean Page is just playing the Duke from Bridgerton in everything. He's playing this suave, mysterious, hot guy, it's like come on give me a break actually give us an insight into your acting chops because right now based on everything he's been in so far i'm not convinced in the slightest that he's a good actor yes yeah, sure maybe he played the duke well i haven't seen bridgerton but i know that people love him in it so sure maybe he was good but the fact that he's just playing the same guy in everything now and the way he's playing this guy i just wanted to punch him in the face to be honest he was just really annoying but here's the other thing the character dynamics it's just guardians of the galaxy like you've got you've got a chris you've got a chris at the center of it Instead of Chris Pratt, you've got Chris Pine. You've got Michelle Rodriguez playing the Heavy, so she's either Gamora or even Groot, which is ironic because she's in Fast and Furious with freaking Groot. Regé-Jean Page is playing Drax because he doesn't understand metaphors and figure of speeches. We've seen it done, it's not funny anymore. You've got Justice Smith, who is basically just a sh** Harry Potter. And you've got Sophia Lillis, who can shapeshift into loads of different animals. I'm sorry, but that's Rocket. So yeah, it is Guardians of the Galaxy in Lord of the Rings world, but it just didn't work for me. It really didn't, so unfortunately, I can't cannot recommend personally, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, maybe if you're a fan of the game or if you have more desire to care for this world and the potential sequels that could come from it, maybe you will enjoy it more than I did, but I don't know, it's just, here's the thing I want to get to, okay, so John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, they are writers and directors, but it's so weird because... I was under the impression that they wrote and directed game night but it turns out it's been written by a different person so mark perez wrote game night and that kind of makes so much sense because we all think okay every single person go onto twitter and type in game night everybody is raving about it we love it it's fantastic but it's the writing it's the writing that makes it great the directing is fantastic for that movie too i think it's really strong but it's the writing it's actually the writing that makes it as funny as it is so i feel like i've been lied to because then when you go and look at the writing credits of these two johns they've done dungeons and dragons which i don't think is a great screenplay they did vacation friends who the f- Watched Vacation, Friends with John Cena, Nobody. They did Spider-Man Homecoming, which I thought was good, but then again, it's Marvel, and it's based on comics, so it's not exactly like they've done something massively original. Vacation, they wrote as well, but it's already based on characters that exist, so that's why it kind of works a bit better, even though, yeah, reviews are really bad for that movie, but I personally thought it was pretty good. Then they've done two movies which I thought were very well written. They did Horrible Bosses 1 and 2, which I love. So I'm very, very conflicted how to view these two guys, because... They clearly can write well, or at least well in terms of a specific type of comedy, but how come Dungeons & Dragons just doesn't fit the bill? Okay, how come it just feels so flat to me? I don't know. But yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. So my biggest takeaway from this movie is they didn't write Game Night, and that's why it's so funny. So yeah, I don't really know why people are hyping this up saying, oh yeah, if you are worried about this new movie, Dungeons & Dragons, don't be, because it's written by the guys who did Game Night, but they didn't write it, so... Yeah, anyway, Dungeons and Dragons, there's a mid-credit scene which is pretty funny because it's to do with the funniest scene in the entire film. Trust me, you will know what the funniest scene is. In the whole film is because it is absolutely fantastic. The final act itself gets a bit lost and a bit jumbled up and it feels like they kind of went one way then they decided hang on a minute we haven't had a big massive CGI fight we need to do that and so it looks like the entire budget which I think was about 150 million dollars which is a lot but I think the whole budget went into that finale and it shows it isn't bad looking it's just generic looking that's the issue. Uh, this whole movie is very generic looking and that's also an issue because I, I I get it because it is supposed to be like a knockoff Lord of the Rings or a knockoff fantasy tale because that's what D&D is. Okay, it's all about being with your friends and just making things up as you go along, taking inspiration from one thing to the next and it's entertaining. That's fine, but I just ah uh, I don't know. I maybe I'll watch it again, but Right now, I have no intent on watching it ever again, because there's nothing hooking me, okay, there's no hook to this movie, whereas other things out right now, like Kree 3 for the performances and the boxing scenes, or John Wick for the action, or Mario for whatever's gonna be great about Mario, because I can't wait for that, but all of these other movies have incentive to come back for more but i just i don't care like if i was a fan maybe i would go back to notice easter eggs but unfortunately it's not me but yeah one really 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 funny scene the one shot was pretty decent and there is another sequence when they it's almost like a heist bit but they they need to get inside a carriage and they use this portal thing and the painting to sneak in and i thought that was really really clever uh, pretty genius how they managed to pull that off uh, but I just wish, I wish the rest of the movie was like this, because it definitely gets better in the second half, I thought the first half was just absolutely dreadful, um, the opening like three minutes or five minutes is really quite bad, and I was wondering where is this going, and then it's kind of funny when Chris Pine is being Chris Pine and telling a story, and it's its just, it's chuckleworthy, okay, for sure, but the other jokes in this movie, because they don't land, it's just like you're, you're just breathing, okay, you're just like, you know, you, you want to laugh, you feel like you should laugh, you feel like they're building up for a laugh, but you're not audibly laughing, okay, no noise is coming out of your mouth, it's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want that, like, it's supposed to be funny, but I don't know, anyway, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, in cinemas right now, go and check it out if you want, but I I wouldn't recommend it at all, I'd wait until it's streaming, and then I'd probably turn it off halfway through, uh, then pick it up the next day, or next week, or next year, or just wait until the sequel, because I'm pretty sure they're going to do a sequel. I won't be there opening day. I think, you know what, as well, it was it Down with rain when I went, and I got absolutely drenched on the way down. So maybe I was just in a salty mood, I don't know. But I wanted to like it, it wasn't as if I went in expecting to hate it or wanting to hate it or not giving it the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I was letting it have its chance, I really was, but it didn't do anything for me to justify why I gave it that chance, unfortunately. So, anyway, until next time, I've been Kieran. This has been D&D Honor Among Thieves. Uh, let me know what you think about it. Let me know if you enjoyed this review. As always, I really appreciate if you've made it this far. So, I shall speak to you in the very next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth